After two years with no one in Spartan Stadium, Can't Read, Can't Write brought the energy back. Let's talk about it. I think it was us. I think, uh, I think we deserve all the credit uh, of this MSU win today. I think we did the whole thing. Uh, the marching band heard us yep. on their approach in, which I can only say gave them the energy they needed to, uh, to, to swell the house. So this yeah. is our first podcast in person and live, and we clearly had different visions for how this all was going to start. Mm-hmm. I assumed the intro music was going to be in there somewhere, but I am joined, of course, by the Slenderman who does not know directions or how to purchase tickets, Kevin Greck. Oh my gosh. And our dear friend, the mustached man, Alex Plum. How much uh, social media activity have we been doing in the last two months? Two days. More two. than we've ever done. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We went from having absolutely nothing of ourselves out there in the and, world. And now there are to pictures. Being Way too much. Very documented and meeting people. Meeting people today. In fact, dear listener, we met so many people. And um, I'll just say, Kevin Greck in person, not what people expected. No, mm-hmm. everyone kept remarking. How um, disappointing yeah. it was. <laughs> yes, yes, I expected more, yes. is what I was told. Yes. When when I met Raymond Chains, he walked up to me, and he presented his hand and said, um, this this is truly one of the worst days of my life. Yeah, he said, life. this won't do. Yeah. And he kept making the angular face motion, like, I thought yeah. you had a more angular face. And he was right. You were more <laughs> handsome. Yeah, yeah. you, you should have. It truly was a case of never meet your heroes, and, uh, well, we're not heroes. Well, we're Actually, not. We, well, oh, no, we, we are. Learned, we we are learned heroes. at the halftime we're that all we're all heroes in our own way. Okay. So, there we are. So, uh, what do we want to do? Do we want to start by talking about the game day experience? Well, about the tailgate experience? Let's, yeah, let's just first, let's thank the folks that came out. Yes, I, I do think that's great. Uh, we and forced, thank Jer Bear for Big uh, shout out Jer-Bear. to, to Jer- JD and underscore Jer Bear on Twitter. And his, we'll get to that. Um, but of course, uh, yes, uh, JD underscore Jerry Bear on Twitter was kind enough to let us uh, hijack his tailgate. And Yali. Everyone's going to be able to hear Yali in the background. That's all right. She just had to rearrange. She's fine. Okay. Good one, sis. Uh, That's my girl, sis. Yali was not at the tailgate, but several of you were, and we can't say thank you enough for those who came out. It was truly a pleasure to get to meet you, and we hope to be able to do it again at some point yes. in the future. Uh, Greg's asking about next weekend. Yeah, if you're available, if you could just come to his house, we'll uh, we'll post his uh, information yep. on the Twitter account. Let's just put it up. Let's just put it out there entirely. Yep. Um, in fact, you could just live here. I think <laughs> yeah. if you want. It does. Um, if you need a place. Yeah. Uh, these two will be gone shortly, uh, and it'll leave a hole in my life. So please do yep. move in. Yep. Do move in. This uh, appears. So Great about uh, what, it was probably about eleven o'clock. This morning, we were kind of uh, wrapping. Wrap, wrapping things up, as you do. At a tailgate. The band has come through. Mel Tucker led his Spartan football team. By the uh, way, his threads. we got to talk about his threads for we, a second. That was, he is, he Dapper. knows how to dress. He is a Dapper. stud. I am just going to say that. Uh, so 11, 11, 15 rolls around, and uh, like any, like any, Ticket going, ticket holding, uh, game going mm-hmm. fan. Yep. We looked to the individual on our team who mm-hmm. purchased res- the tickets, was responsible for them, who bought the tickets, mm-hmm. who bought four tickets, mm-hmm. and asked him, "Can I get my ticket? Yeah, from you." I remember this. I yeah. remember when he asked this question. And what I remember is somehow he tried to make himself skinnier so that skinnier. he couldn't be seen. Yes, I had I to turned- look for him. I turned to the side yes. and just disappeared yes. in front of you. Yes. I just evaporated. Like a piece of paper. Because, dear friends, three-star Slenderman Kevin Grooch did not have the tickets. Did not have the tickets. Okay. so Didn't have them. Here's the thing. This is on y'all. 
You know Yali? what you're getting. This is also on Yali. This is also partially Yali's fault. When you rely on me foolishly, you reap what you sow. Whatsoever a man soweth is the uh, motto of the university. Yes. Uh, and you soweth dipshittery, and dipshittery you got. So I, I, I don't care. We'll just There's say I can do. Seat Geek is maybe not the uh, preferred. Well, they've never sponsored this podcast. And, and never so, will. And never will. Let's just say that. So we did get into the stadium. And, it, that's, and that's our choice. That is not choice. their choice. That's correct. So we, we, we were given a couple tickets. One was found from JD, behind your, your ear. JD underscore Jair Bear's grandfather discovered a ticket to get us into the stadium from behind my ear. He pulled it right out from me. What a trick. Ear. What a trick. What an illusion. A total mensch, though. Yes. An oh, absolute mensch. Absolute mensch and a half. Real, real, real guy. Uh, yeah, so effectively we didn't have tickets, but we were able to to finagle four. We got ourselves in. We, uh, we, we need to mention the part that we in this desperate hustle, yeah. there are three tickets that have been procured. Sure. We needed a fourth. <laughs> by hook and crook, and Greg decides to try and haggle. Listen. Haggle for the fourth ticket with a scalper. Listen, you know how much better our life would be right now if we had ten more o- bucks? Over ten dollars. <laughs> Which know? he didn't even pay. No, it he wasn't even, even my ten bucks. He didn't even spend the money. That's how much of a mensch I am. I care about other people's ten bucks. You are the worst. But I, I liked how you explained it. Plum explained this whole situation to the to our neighbor, and she didn't believe him. You walked her through the entire thing, and then her response after all of this was, "Why didn't you get it from StubHub? Yes. You're the you're the partner. You're <laughs> the of preferred MSU partner. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely doing her marketing internship through StubHub this year. Yeah, yeah. She totally was not happy. I'm so us. glad that someone on the planet knows you're the preferred partner of. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, so but we got in. Never use SeatGeek. Never use SeatGeek. <laughs> Don't do it. It doesn't work. All right. We're still on hold trying to get a refund. L- literally, I can hear the hold music in the background. It's Weird. been over an hour, so it's fine. So, Jonesy, you hadn't been to a game in what? Like, several years. A long time. What? What? How was your game day experience? So, I think, it, for me, I found it very electric to be there. And and I and, and in particular, the beginning, the, the sort of giddiness. But, it, you know, I, we love msu football but this game was so much more than that to be around people to be with friends and and we will talk about the game in a little while but it was quite telling that in the sun beating up on an fcs opponent that a lot of people stayed a long time to watch a not exciting game and it was so cathartic and i I, it was important for me. Like, I, I don't know that it doesn't certainly put a bow on the end of the pandemic. God knows it doesn't. But that for me was, there was something about that moment that I wouldn't have been able to get in any other context. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's right. I mean, it was it was electric. I mean, I think from the, the fact that the first touchdown was 10 seconds into the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was an electric play. It was... On a flea flicker, I and believe. It, it, was, it, was, it was what you want to see when you come watch football games. It, you don't expect it to happen that early. It's, you felt bad for the folks that were still streaming in that missed the one thing we wanted more than anything else, which was the encapsulation of, of Spartan football in, like, a moment. And it really got the taste of your mouth of no thunderstruck. I mean, there was the wailing and the gnashing of teeth that was happening in the stands, but it, it washed all it of that right away. Out. So I want to talk about that for a second because... It, I, you know, you went straight to the, the first play, which, yes, awesome. But when we were coming in, I, I remember 
the team was coming out as we were walking up and stopping at right above the tunnel to watch that happen did not care that Thunderstruck wasn't playing. Didn't even notice it. It it did not matter. Barely noticed it. Fools. You're not we even... didn't even really go to see an MSU football game today because there was no Thunderstruck. It doesn't <laughs> count. Well, we barely saw any football today, correct? So maybe we just you get sit what that you one. pay for. Maybe we just sit that one out. You get what you pay maybe for, we just man. Sit that 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 takeout. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I also I, I agree with everything that you said, and I think everyone else in the stadium agreed as well. When when the sun was baking down and MSU was up 100,000 points on Youngstown State in the third quarter started and place was still just as full as it was yeah. uh, at kick, I think everyone there was just psyched to have this. Just to, and to be, be able there. to do there this. There was nowhere else anyone wanted to be in that three-hour period, three-hour, 50-minute period. Because no one wanted to go home. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> We yes. Under normal that. circumstances, season yes. opener, yes. that big a lead, all that stuff. No, people are, are gone. gone at halftime. Yep. Um, but not today. And not that was that was great in this context. Oh, we had a new announcer. He did okay. He did fine. He had to, he had to correct, himself correct himself a few times, yeah, a number of times, times, number of times. <laughs> well, mid sentence. Oops. That's Donovan Eaglin. All right, so let's actually talk about the game. Football. So we we talked about the the flea flicker play. Yep. Uh, well, so I think we should talk about the flea flicker play. Just if we record when we record another one, we may talk a little bit bigger picture. But it is telling to me that we hit a home run on our first play against Northwestern, and they chose to do that again today. Well, yes. I mean, this is the new thing all season. They're yeah. going to score on the first play of scrimmage. That's fine. It's not a football game unless yeah. that happens. Yes. And Thunderstruck is played. What What is a football game, Kevin? I don't think. You wouldn't, you wouldn't even understand it. Okay. I, some of us don't understand how to get into a football game. So that you was, can that was win Reed's touchdown. Every fight that way. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, that was Reed. Uh, no, no, yeah, that was Reed's Reed. touchdown. Reed? Yeah. I mean, today you were seeing Reed and Naylor more than anybody else. In yeah. fact, I forgot that Kenneth Walker III Existed. played on this team. Existed. So right. he's gone. Ken Walker had seven touches for 57 yards, I think, and uh, one touchdown. My God. And, not, not even working with an outline here, folks. That's where those stats came and, from. And I think the touchdown – no, no, the touchdown was on the, the was on a running play that he carried eight dudes into yeah. the – Oh, I remember that play. Yeah, that was pretty That was pretty mean. A lot of Simmons today. A lot I think of that's great. Today. But it is – it's interesting. This – we talked about it after the Northwestern game. Eli Collins is the third dude, apparently. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and when he was in the game today, there's, there is one, and that is Kenneth Walker. And I think you have a fine and serviceable, good Big Ten back in Simmons and Eli Collins. So you're two and three guys, I, it seems to me, mm-hmm. we're, we're fine. We, yeah. We'd be more than satisfied with those as backs going forward, and it was nice to see them get a lot of run today. And it was good to see the coaching staff not play Kenneth Walker, because it's not worth it. It wasn't. Yeah, you're right. And he performed. I mean, I was being facetious, but we definitely got to see more out of Reed and Naylor, which was great. We got to see a lot out of Simmons, and I think that's good to get those looks. We also got to see some some out of Russo, but before we get to Russo, I do want to talk about Thorne, because there were some some ugly looks from Thorne today, and one of you said during the game, it might have been B-List, said that 
there was a there was a point. I mean, he missed mostly completely open yeah. on one of those passes. Wide, was wide open. open. Was Trey Mosley just like basically hanging out in the end zone, just I mean, like just hi. hey yeah. hey. But the, the, he tunnel visions. Yes, that Thorn tunnel visions. He's only looking at the receiver he's got in his mind, and he's completely checked out to what else is available to him. Yeah. Do you see that's a pattern for him? I mean, did you see he's that? He's a Richard time? sophomore. Yeah, I mean, I, that's a young quarterback's thing. And and it is, I think, worth remembering that oftentimes when we've had quarterbacks who have sort of cemented a bit of a legacy at MSU, whether that's Connor Cook, uh, Cousins, Cousins, Cousins um, uh, it, even Brian Lewerke to a degree. Drew Stan. Drew St- obviously oh. Drew Stan. But that... Praise be. Praise be. I think it's worth remembering that we look at them now as they were at the end of yeah. their career and forget about... Real growing pains. Connor Cook, I would take Connor Cook 10 times out of 10. Yep. But dude struggled as a sophomore well, at times. He didn't really even have the, the gig right away. He yeah, had to, correct. And, and, he grew, and we watched him grow. And so I think it's a fair criticism of Peyton Thorne. We talked about it last week to a degree that, like, don't think he's got the top-end arm strength. Yeah. Don't. Some of, he missed some throws mm-hmm. last week as well. It is a thing. And I'm sure... He, I will say this: What it seems like you can say about Peyton Thorne is he knows, he, and sure. he knows where he messed up, and he's he will try and get better and fix it. Something, something, Jim Rat, something, something, coach's son, something, yeah. something. Oh did, yeah, god. did you know his dad was a coach? Oh my yeah. god, I can't. The fan base is not going to be clamoring for Anthony Russo, though. Nope. No, not yep. after today's performance. Uh, he came in what with about five, ten minutes left in the third quarter, and then performed the rest of the game. It was five for seven on passing and fumbled the ball. Yeah, he did so, fumble the ball. He didn't get a lot of passing opportunities, well, which makes sense. Yeah, sure. And I don't know that you've ever seen a backup quarterback come in and look good right away. Garbage yeah. time or... In fairness to him, you've got to get in the rhythm of it. And he's probably throwing to guys... Yeah, at that point in time, practicing with. the walk-ons were on the field. Yeah, That's I mean, fair. That's actually the better point, I think, because what I started to think about, again, one of my really great takes, was, was this even close, this competition between the two of them? How close was mm-hmm. it really? You know, I mean, I get Tucker dragging his feet on this whole thing for the right reasons, and I'm totally cool with it now, but I wonder, was it close? And I think it probably was a lot closer than today's performance leads you to believe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, I, I, I think that was sincere. I think I think there was like a very close quarterback competition, and I think they just but, it's a. I think it was more. Of, I don't even know if you would call it a competition so much as sort of a debate that was happening because they both have they have different strengths. You're gonna fair. you're gonna get. I mean, I don't think Russo misses that pass to Trey Mosley. Correct, but I, and because I don't know that Thorne could have made that pass to Trey Mosley. Yeah, like, I don't know that he's got the arm strength for it. It's gonna get you out there. It's gonna, yeah. Gotta get you out there. <laughs> fully, fully cognizant Doing of my some, own athletic limitations. Doing but some curls, um, heave that thing up. So <laughs> I think it's easy to to sit on an FCS the game, and you know we don't want to spend forever recording the podcast because we'll do more later. But the can we just talk about the defense then for a second? Yeah, we need. Uh, we, we, I think we would be. I think we need to. I here's you want to talk about football. I want to do two things before we sign out of this. Kay. I want to. Yes, we should. We should talk about things that we didn't love, and then I want to get some overreactions from Plum to respond to. Yes. So. That's part of my day. Just work yourself up. Oh, I uh, Get yourself roiled up over there. First one is melting moments, but please, the defense. <laughs> yeah. Just start seething now, yeah, if you don't mind. Seething. Are you going to murder us live on the air? Yes. So, one of you. All right. So I, I think the first place to, that you can say, is this an area of concern, is the defense. Yeah. So Youngstown State scored twice. Mm-hmm. I... I think when we talked about a final score in the game, though, I always envisioned them scoring 
one to two touchdowns. I thought they would come at the end of the game. Yeah, in garbage time. Yeah. But they they move the ball okay at times, Youngtown State. So mm-hmm. even if there weren't as many points on the board, they I think when what who was it that had the interception? Xavier Henderson. When Xavier Henderson isn't jumping a thousand feet in the air Correct. and g- pulling it down with, with one, one hand. hand. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think there are some concerns, particularly in the defensive secondary. Uh, oh, huge concerns. Yeah, I, I mean, yes, but they do run a bit of a weird system there that maybe. Well, I'm just saying, I for next we're, we've got some stuff to watch for next week. They've got a lot of film to be checking out. The defense is a little Swiss cheese for my liking, and. I Swiss cheese. Swiss cheese. I I do stinky monster. I said this last week, and I'll just point it out again that the possessions that we've been scored on so far have all been relatively long drives in terms yes. of mm-hmm. duration of clock. So I would only say if you are stopping quite a few possessions, yeah. making them eat up clock, and then scoring on explosive plays. On offense, who cares? Yeah. But. <laughs> no, but uh, you want to see it through. Yeah, but yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I say this? Though? I, I think we did great on third down today um, on preventing and on, on keeping them into, putting them into fourth I down. mean, you would know. You are a key play I, I am the key play designee. I yeah. jangled those damn keys as Quite hard as I could. As hard as I could. We I only had one set of keys, and after discussing it, we decided you were our key play. They converted on a handful of third downs. Yeah. Not and nearly as many. Fourth downs. Well, but that, I'm not going to... I don't hold the fourth downs against them. At the score differential, they had to go for fourth downs. So, I... I my the only question is... The converting the, the is, downs. Yes. Well. That's... And Northwestern did this as well. But on a close game, I feel like you don't even get there. On a close game... They're just kicking, and that's my point. Is I look at the I, your your larger point is well taken and the correct one, but my my only myopic focus here is on, a, on an actual football game where we're actually in it and it's like tight. That third down conversion is what really matters. I'll be curious to see when this team has to shoot out with somebody. Yeah, that that will be in. Uh, well, it's gonna happen. We're gonna see it. Although maybe not because the Big Ten looks like booty right now. Buns or cheeks? Yeah. Go oregano. I am saying though, we've got Thorn under pressure. When Thorne has to deliver for us, well, when Russo I'm nervous. Is under pressure, he coughs the ball. Apparently, well, that's bad. that's worse. Wasn't he scrambling? He, he was, but I I don't know if that was a designated. All right, let me give ball. you my hot takes. Yes, first let's go. melting moments, garbage. Even, not even going to start with a, a football related one. Okay, I'm going to lead into it. Didn't he love? Wasn't he advocating for melting? He moments? was. He was, but he apparently I never advocated for melting moments. I always advocated for the dairy store ice cream sandwich. Uh, I always said that it was melting moments, though, and never the dairy store. It turns out I was wrong on that point, partially. Partially because they were back. However, I'm actually just kidding, because I did eat the entire sandwich, and it was delicious. So thank you, melting moments. We're all gladish that you're back. I really just wanted dairy store while I was here, but so be it. Second thing, Lockett completely redeemed himself (laughs) when in the third quarter, out of nowhere... Wait, he scored a touchdown, or he just got like a first down? It was one of those two. Just a first first down. I didn't think he just converted a first down. All he needed to do was get that first down for me. You know what? When the points no longer matter. He was out there. You know he was standing at the line being like, I gotta do this one Mm -hmm. for Plum. I do this one for Plum. Plum dragged my name through the mud last week. dad probably listens to the pod, too. And you know what? Mm -hmm. A lot of football players' dads listen to the pod, it comes out. So, I'm curious. Do you have any overreactions that are about players that aren't sort of second to third? Uh, Yes. Matt Coughlin. Joke. 
what a joke. I missed a 50-yard field goal today. But he didn't just miss that 50-yard field goal. He missed. He missed, he missed it. He was short and wide. What is he? Yeah, he's like a Mike Jones. Oh, <laughs> oh short and wide. No, I don't have that many stupid uh, takes. I'll come up with some better ones when we actually we'll record the pod. We'll have stupid takes, don't worry. But, but uh, really, it was just Lockett and, uh, and Coughlin fucked the game up. Although, uh, we did get to see Maddie C. walking into the stadium. I have a picture of Matt Coughlin, uh, and I will put it on Twitter. It's on our other social media. Check us out at Spartan oh, underscore Pod on Instagram. Watching that hair cascade uh, down uh, off the shoulder. Oh, I have a like great breeze. picture of Tucker, who is a stud. And we talked about this, right? Great. We've the already mentioned that he's a stud. I just wanted yes. to reiterate that. Uh, any other thoughts from the game as we before we sort of stew and marinate on them? Kevin, you've been kind of silent. What did you What did you see? Well, I saw a football match yep. that we had tickets for and we got into successfully. Oh god! Um, <laughs> and uh, that, that is what took place. Uh, I also saw a group of people that were very happy to see football in person, and I was one of them. Us included. Yeah. And the only way that game could have been better was if we'd been able to sing the alma mater. MSG yeah. Shadows at the end of the game. This situation, I don't know about. And I don't know about shut that up, Jones. Yep. Don't you say Don't you have a single word don't insulted you, me? I've said like next to don't nothing. Don't you open anything. your big dumb mouth. Yapper on that one. Uh, all right, Greg, I will give you two questions. Rapid fire. First, what did you see from this game that you actually think is of consequence and is a positive for this team going forward in the season? Uh, just that they can operate... In this way, this methodical way of you know getting plays. I know that it's an FCS opponent, so there's not too much to grab from this. I was a little bit concerned about some of the penalties. I was a little concerned about the defense, um, but I mean it's a team, and they're they're uh, they're teaming. They're, they're teaming. They're teaming. Well, teaming along. They're will they're team. executing. He got it. He got it. He got it. So the second question for you then is, we're two wins into the supposedly four and a half that we were going to have for the season. Rose Bowl's on the table. It's on the table. Mark but, to mark. But trademark. 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 Oh, oh no. no. It feels a bit like we are feeling more confident that going to a bowl shouldn't likely go really be super worried. But if the bottom were to fall out. What do you think you saw in this game that is a leading indicator that this team doesn't actually have its stuff together? There were more penalties than I would have liked to have seen, and Youngstown State did successfully move the ball. Yes, on our defense. And threw the ball, considering they only did it 12 times the previous game. Correct. Yeah, I would say those are the same things that I have. Uh, But I'll tell you that we moved the ball, we motored when we needed to motor, we got plays done, we looked big, we had big plays, the guys looked good, the guys felt good um were you i did it doesn't matter who i felt or didn't feel that's irrelevant and not related to the pod you know who we didn't see as much as we did last week was connor hayward we did not see hayward well we really didn't see much of mosley and and i'm i'm wide open in the end zone well thorn didn't (laughs) (laughs) it it seems to me though probably someone like connor hayward who i think is going to be a bit of a gadget player for us you're not showing a lot of Connor Hayward off against an FCS. Fair, fair. That's you, a good take. You think they, I mean, that was one of the things people always said about D'Antonio when he would like sort so, of slog through these early season games. No, that was just D'Antonio yeah. having a terrible offensive playbook. But Jay Johnson, it is very clear, can call the game. Yes. Well, I could call Flea Flicker too. 
Was it a flea figure? Are you sure? It was so. it? Are you sure it wasn't just play action? I, I think there was a toss back. I, we were just so in. We were looking straight onto it. Yeah. Honestly, if we'd been in the end zone, we were told we would be. Well, right? there it is. There it is. So, all right. Well, I think this will wrap us up for our quick post game reaction. Uh, Reacts. It was r- sincerely great to see all of your smiling, dumb faces. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and and uh, I guess, guys, go green, go white, go white.